Oh, but yeah, I think I, I think I, you know I'm pretty good in the clutch. I got good defense against the scariest. I, I scream and I kick. Because most of the time, I feel like I kind of no sell some scares. Yeah, you're pretty good. And half the time. But if I'm touching you and I get scared, oh, you're going. Oh yeah, well yeah, because you're moving. I know, because I got scared. Because all of a sudden, there's a foot right next to my face, and I'm like, hey, yo. <laughs> Most of the time it goes like this. Do I get nervous? For sure. Because I'm like the body natural reaction. Heartbeat gets going. But in my mind, I'm like, you know what's coming. Mm. And I'm always, as a guy who loves him some horror, always looking in the background, looking for subtle clues and hints and subtle scaries. Mm-hmm. Little phantom in the background. Yes. Obviously, jump scares still get me, especially if it's a good one. Oh, yeah. But majority of the time... Do mm-hmm. the little huh, huh, and then immediately I either think, "Nice, that was a good one," or I start laughing because I'm like, "Ha, ah, that was stupid." Mm-hmm. And then just keep watching, keep enjoying. See, I just I scream. Yeah. And then I either punch or kick, depending oh. on my position. Oh sure. It's like simultaneous thing. I go ah. <laughs> you ready to fight him, huh? I think it's more like I'm trying to distance myself from the thing. No, sure. I'm trying to. I'm not trying to take uh, the thing down. It's like trying get to throw that thing hands? away from me. Absolutely not. That's you. You have to punch the ghost. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's my joke to myself 90% of the time. It's like when a ghost pops up, just uppercut it. Yeah. When a when a monster pops up, they're not gonna be expecting you to deck them. No. Hit them with a quick clothesline, and mm-hmm. then we'll see what the zombie has to say. You need to ground and pound that vampire. Mm-hmm. But if it's Edward, it can ground and pound you. <laughs> Hey, I'm about to watch you. I'm about to say, I'm right here. I said you on uh-huh. purpose. I, I heard the hesitation. I did. Uh, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson, if you're listening. If you're listening. And he's available. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Show Dependent Podcast. The voice you're hearing today is Kayla, and with me, as always, is my lovely and slightly silly other half, Eddie. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Oh. Bienvenidos a oh. Halloween Town. Mm. Okay, I'm the one and only Mexican in here. Yeah, that's probably true. They let me in, and they said, hey, you got one day, then you got to get out. Mm-hmm. We don't like your kind around here. Mm-hmm. You see some bones, we can deal with that. Some monsters, but on Mexican. Mm. I see, I see. Anyways, I'm Eddie. How's it going, everyone? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like to welcome you, a hundred percent fully, back to the Show Dependent Podcast. You may be asking if you're a first time listener. Settle in, please come back for more. But the Show Dependent Podcast is two lovers. Oh wow, Kayla mm-hmm. and Eddie. Yep. Talk about their codependent tendencies with the things that they love, how they changed us into who we are today, and whether or not our relationship with them is as strong as the first day we met. Yeah. And today you may have guessed they're going to do the old cliche, hey, if you didn't read the title of the pod, you weirdo, we are doing an episode on yet another decom. Mm-hmm. The year is 1998. The film 
Halloween Town. Woo! Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Halloween Town, baby. I'm excited about it, Kayla. How you feeling? How is your day? I feel it's spooky. <laughs> I mean, we're officially, official, official in October. Mm-hmm. Spooky season is 100% in effect. Oh, yeah, baby. The leaves are changing. The air is somehow not getting cooler, but whatever. Thank you, climate change. We Ooh. absolutely love it. Yes, we're talking about Halloween Town. Feeling good. I feel like the DCOM episodes are always a fun watch because are they movies made for children? Yes. Mm-hmm. But also, they're kind of made for adults. Yeah. Because they got to be in the background watching these kids watch it. So mm-hmm. it, it's a weird mix of really bad humor, but they're trying to do some storytelling. And I feel like all these 90s, 2000s DCOMs were just an absolute mess. Oh, yeah. Especially this one. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into it. But before we do that, mm-hmm. we have to do our meet cute. Oh. It's a meet cute, baby. It's how we met this thing. Well, as with most things, uh, I did not experience a lot until I met Eddie. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm just kidding. But I was pretty young when this movie premiered, and I don't really have a memory of watching it on the Disney Channel. I know that it was on, mm. and they would show it every year around Halloween time. Mm-hmm. But I really didn't have an interest in watching it. Wow. Um, but you're spooky. I am spooky. But I didn't used to be. I was a little oh, fraidy cat, right. remember? You're right. I forgot. Apologies. Now I'm queen of the spookies. <laughs> I really enjoyed getting to see this movie for real about a year ago. Yeah. So that was pretty fun. And of course, I watched it with Eddie. Oh, for sure. And yeah, it's very much a decom. Very, very much a decom. Oh, yeah, it is. It's really interesting to see just how much I've matured mm-hmm. because uh, we're going to get into it very soon. But oh, am I on the side of the parents in most cases <laughs> in these days? Oh, yeah. When it comes to uh, preteen protagonists making some very sketchy uh decisions so and and making some wild claims as is the case with getting older Mm -hmm. and especially with things from the 90s when we were kids very much a different person now Mm -hmm. very happy that i am because if i wasn't good lord ooh, that's a problem what an absolute loser but for myself as a kid definitely saw this film Another situation where 1998 bit fuzzy would have been seven, eight years old at the time. Not a whole lot going on up in this brain other than Power Rangers, Pokemon and the like. So I'm mm-hmm. not entirely sure if I saw it 98, you know, sat down on Friday night. And now the Disney Channel original movie, Halloween Town. Don't know if I saw that as the mm-hmm. premiere, but 100% know that by middle school, this was definitely in my brain bank. I have memories of watching this multiple times on the Disney Channel, and it was always a good time. Mm-hmm. It was always a good time. It, it it did sort of feel a little beneath me as a young age. Wow. Just like, wow. just like, shit's kind of lame, you know? Mm-hmm. I was a little gamer. I was I was surfing the internet, the early internet. Oh, God. Edgelord. Eddie. Downloading Perfect. illegal things, you know? I, I, was, oh, I was in there. Before I say any more, just do want to say that as a kid, was it a little beneath me? Sure. 
but I did enjoy it. Had some fun times. Did I watch all the sequels? Absolutely. So it wasn't like I was 100% against Halloween Town. Mm-hmm. So let's get on into it. Getting to know each other. <laughs> I'm 13. I'm practically an adult. <laughs> what an absolutely asinine claim. Oh my God. That the main character of this film, who has an equally weird name to me. Yeah. Her name is Marnie. Yeah. Marnie, what, like, is that short for something? Just Marnie, huh? Marnie is short for Marnathan. Marnie Piper. <laughs> yes. Somebody I grew to hate more and more. And by that, I mean, I didn't hate her until they ruined this franchise with the final film. Okay. I mean, hey, <laughs> all that aside, that's for whenever we cover that episode. Yeah. And by that episode, I mean that movie. But it's always the 13th year, isn't it? It is. There's something special and spooky about the number 13. Why is that? It's because it's the first one that says teen? Maybe. You're like officially like, ooh, I'm edgy. I fucking hate my mom. I'm going to berate her at any given chance I have. <laughs> oh, yeah. 13-year-old 13, 13 Marnie was not holding anything back. She was mm-hmm. wildly talking to her mom. Sounds about what? Listen, if you were blind, you'd still know she's as white as they come. Mm-hmm. The way that she was talking to her mother. Absolutely. Like, and as a white woman myself, mm-hmm. I still wouldn't be talking that wild. But it's, it is impressive just how belligerent Marnie is to her mom. <laughs> yeah, and her mom just takes it. As, yeah. as, is, as is often the case. I mean, there's a stereotype for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. You see all these videos of people acting like teenagers, white, white teenagers talking what? to their parents, just yelling, saying all kinds of I hate you. Wow. All kinds of I hate you, all kinds of fuck yous, this and that. And then the parents are just like, he's or she's just crazy. They're just they're just too much sometimes. Like, lady, if you don't stand up. Why do you think they act this way? And you punt your them. daughter <laughs> through the fucking window. And teach him a lesson. Oh, my God. Also, like, her mom is a single mom. You would mm-hmm. think that Marnie would have some more empathy, but <laughs> no, that is not the case. Marnie is not a woman supporting women. She is a girl supporting herself. Mm-hmm. Apparently. And, and at many times, it actually kind of feels like she really, really hates her mother. Yeah, which is very unfair. <laughs> they went really heavy on that in the first yeah. film. Like, Marty wants her mom dead, basically. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Like, it's a yeah. good thing that she didn't learn spells and all that before, because she definitely would have muttered some sort of, like, killing spell mm-hmm. against her mother, and her mother would have woke up dead. Like, damn, I knew damn, this was coming. she got me. Should have why it. I didn't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is pretty wild. And they never say what happened to the father, huh? No! We watched all four movies, and they never (laughs) told us where daddy is. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a dead dad. We got a dead dad here. Disney Channel, again, breaking the mold. Look at that. And you know what? We're done killing mothers for now. Let's put her in the pivotal role. Mm -hmm. And before we talk more about her mother. Mother? Has to be said that Marnie, at this time, is a very weird time, 1998. Because back Mm -hmm. in the day... As a child, we could talk about the differences and the, the, the kids these days. You know, yeah. I'm getting up there in my age and I'm starting to use the phrase kids these days and this generation and all that. But mm-hmm. put on your old man hat. Let's tell you this something. Old man Eddie is here. It, we're, we're in a weird state where Halloween, I think, has never been more popular. 
Yeah. But it also feels like it's just more popular with adults. Yes. And kids don't really be, at least in my area, don't really be out trick-or-treating. Maybe it's because the adults are afraid of everything and believe in all the dumb things that people say. Mm-hmm. But back then, I feel like kids in the 90s were super into Halloween. Oh, yeah. And, I remember I was. Yeah, and everyone thought it was the coolest thing. But yet, in this film, Marnie's friends talk about her as being weird for liking Halloween mm-hmm. and liking all this stuff. And I was just thinking one of two things. First, but you're all dressed up. Why do you, Halloween's not weird. Everyone no. in this neighborhood is all fully into this. Literally, like the opening shot of this movie is like kids having so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> running up and down the suburban streets. Right. And getting all the candy they can hold in their freaking sleeping. Wait, why did I say sleeping bag? In their pillowcases. And then number two is that Marnie would just be in heaven nowadays. Oh, had, yeah. Had this movie come out this year, they would have been like, man, Marnie, you're the coolest. Did Spirit kid. Halloween exist in the 90s? I don't know. Because if so, Marty should have just gotten a summer job there. Oh, yeah. And by summer, I mean autumn job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because as we know. Halloween is cool. <laughs> I, I feel like re- that was a pretty good impression. I feel like you were spot on. I thought I saw Marnie. I thought I saw butt chin on you. Oh, no. Don't say that. <laughs> oh, not oh, the God. butt chin. It's never not distracting. I know it is pretty it's distracting on anybody that has a man or a woman. Yeah. But especially a kid. It's like, who do you think you are? <laughs> oh God, fill that thing in. Ah, oh, get some plaster and let's fix that up a little bit. Wanna to return to Marnie mouthing off? Oh God. As she does for what, sixty percent of this film? She is aggressive towards her mom, especially her mom. There's a very funny part in the film that I was just finding myself questioning Marnie's feelings, her actual dedication to hating her mom. She feels like a lot of bark, no bite. Yeah. Because she was talking again, talking mad wild. Her mom said, listen, you ain't going to stay in Halloween town. Get your ass on the bus. And Marnie was talking mad wild, like, you can't tell me what to do. I'm going to live here. I'm 13. I'm an adult. I'm going to live with grandma. You can't tell me what to do. And as soon as her mom said, you're grounded, she was like, oh, shit. All right. Now I'm crying. <laughs> it's like, how can you? T- you can't talk all that mess and then fold like a blanket mm-hmm. as soon as you get grounded. You know that if you're not at home, you're not actually going to be grounded, right? Yeah, there's no way she can <laughs> do that. It's like as if grounding was like, oh, fuck, I can't fight this, man. But here's the thing. She totally could. Marty's <laughs> yeah. mom is a witch. Uh-huh. She could just go snap her fingers. I guess. And is she like that though? Get her butt on the get her butt on the bus. Yeah. But is that's that what I do. I don't think so. Allowed. It's your child. Yeah. Until they're an adult, <laughs> they're kind of your property. I can do whatever Plus, I want. Plus it's not like it's hurting Marnie. Yeah, I mean, it depends on who you ask. I'm gonna say that would be fine. The pride may be hurt. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm always I'm always on the side of humbling a child. <laughs> As with most children's films, the parents tend to be the antagonists. And you would think that Marnie's mom would be smart enough to figure out, oh, by forcing Marnie to do something, she's she's going to love me. But no, mom, that actually does the exact opposite. It makes, makes Marnie dig her heels in even harder mm-hmm. and hate and resent you even more. Yeah, she goes right back to talking that shit mm-hmm. to her mom after she folds like a blanket. 
She's on the bus stop and she's like, you know what? I'm going to run away. I'm going to get a tattoo. Oh my gosh. I'm going to hate <laughs> you for the rest of my life. And all this and that. This is this is where that sort of weird writing for kids movies comes in. Because mm-hmm. as Kayla said, adults are often the antagonists. Who's the villain in a kid's life? Their parents. You know, the people who love them the most and care mm-hmm. for them. Give them Evil. a home and food. How dare you let me live the life that I'm living? How dare you buy me the Xbox 360? I hate you. Fucking hate you, mom. <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. But how on God's green mm-hmm. does a mother think that forcing her child to give up everything that she loves going to make her happy? I have no idea. Got to be a better way to go about it. I mean, you got to. What? What is it? You catch more honeys with whoops. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now. Hey, getting the honeys. Um, no, you catch more flies with honey than vinegar. Is that the, yeah, the I saying? Don't know. I don't know. I'm just making it up. That sounds that sound like something I've never heard in my life, but. Perfect. Basically, what it means is, hey, if you want people to get along with you and like you and listen to you, you should be nice about it rather than being sour. Yeah, and you know, just as a parent, maybe just kind of explain things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unlike just keeping her completely in the dark for the majority of her life and um, expecting her to be fine with it. Right. Speaking of which, our next section, the lame family who doesn't like slash do Halloween, this situation seems a little similar to me. Mm-hmm. You're a longtime listener, a longtime fan. The, the plot, this plot point right here in this film is a lot like the plot in The Luck of the Irish. Yes. Where they have a parent that has this absolutely wild secret. Uh-huh. That they just don't talk about. Nope. They say, hey, kid, I know you're really curious about this, and I know I've dropped hints and let it slip every now and then, but guess what? Don't ever ask me about it. You ask me a question about it, I'm going to give you some weird, ambiguous answer. Mm-hmm. But don't you ever talk about this shit. No, no. Much like Look at the Irish, how the hell did her mom think this was a good idea? I have no idea. And it's also, it just, what is that? It's just like compounding problems. Oh, yeah. Because I guess Marnie's mom has been trying to hide Mm -hmm. their powers from them their entire life. Like, how is a (laughs) single mom, are you dealing with this shit? Mm -hmm. Like, Marnie's mom must have been using magic to counteract Mm-hmm. all of the magic that's been going on in her house because there is no way on this earth you could convince me that she could manage being a normal human mother and also dealing with magic superpower babies mm-hmm. like no way and it's just this whole let's never talk about this thing only serves to make people want to talk about it more mm-hmm. and it's no wonder that marnie who has sort of been sheltered and not allowed to like halloween one of the most popular Holidays for children. Somehow that didn't work and didn't cause Marnie to hate it. Yeah. You know, I I don't know how or why, but Marnie <laughs> somehow was like, hmm, this thing that's a little taboo, kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Why don't I learn a little bit more about it? Yeah. Ridiculous. Because that's like her mom's whole thing mm-hmm. is like, I'm a witch. My family yeah. comes from witches. I came to the mortal world. I married a mortal man. He died. Don't ask me about it, children. Or audience. <laughs> I'm never going to tell you how your father died. I wonder who did it. May have been a witch. Ooh, was it me, though? Hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me no questions. 
Yeah. See, that would be like a justifiable thing. If Marnie's mom like accidentally killed her husband. Uh-huh. Oh, that would have been much better. That would have been so much and better. And then it would have given a reason. It's like, oh, I hate my powers because I can't control them. And I don't I want, could, I don't want the y'all to, of my life. to go yeah. through the pain that I went through. See, now we're thinking like a D&D like or, trajectory or just, for or this. just thinking like a competent writer. Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> this is also a decom. That's pretty intense if your mom murked your your dad on accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like we've seen worse in Disney. I mean... At the end of the day, the mom's argument against Halloween doesn't make sense because no. her argument is essentially, we are witches, so I'm just never going to let my kids ever do Halloween, even though they're fully aware of Halloween. Mm-hmm. And in fact, already kind of celebrate it a little bit. Yeah. Because they know it and their grandma, who we'll talk about in a second, is just all about it. And it's like the mom's one sticking point is that she just can't do ha- or she just can't do trick or treat. But it's like, she's already obsessed with everything. Mm-hmm. So what, what are we avoiding, Mom? Not a She already knows all of it. Let her go trick-or-treat. Also, that's like the most innocuous thing about Halloween, is the trick-or-treating part. Yeah, it'd be something like, again, let's think about an actual plot. Yeah. That has some sort of nuance and some weird reasons for things. Mm-hmm. It'd be something as if... They never knew of Halloween. Maybe they always took a trip somewhere to another country, something. Yeah. And then this year, uh uh-oh, we're here on Halloween. My mistake. Whoa, what's all this stuff? And it'd be something if learning more about Halloween or participating in it brought out their powers. Yeah. Because she seems to argue that just knowing about these things is bad, but they already all know. Mm -hmm. So her argument just makes zero sense. No, it's it does not track. Let the kids be kids. Which is where our our hero Uh-oh. comes in. <laughs> yeah, those air quotes better be working overtime. Oh yeah, they are. They my fingers are tired from flexing that hero line so much, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess she's kind of like the fool in this. Oh yeah. I mean she's definitely a dunce. Mm-hmm. Grandma Aggie and the rest of the Cromwells, <laughs> which there are not a lot. The family line is pretty weak, let's yeah. be honest. Oh, but I guess there's not um, much need to procreate if you can apparently live for an eternity. <laughs> yeah, but also the family line is essentially five people. So, and and Marnie really ain't a great judge of character. So this family line is going to die with all of them. Oh, yeah. She's got no no business making decisions. But hey, here we are. Got uh-huh. four movies out of her character. So, <laughs> Dylan. Marnie's brother, Dylan, is possibly the most boring Killjoy character mm-hmm. I've seen in a children's movie in a very long time. Guys, are we having fun? But mom said we shouldn't. Uh, how old are you, kid? <laughs> I'm 72 years old. I think, I. you know, I believe it. Man Cause... was fucking Benjamin buttoned onto this earth. Oh. Decided... I hate fun. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't we rather all go count on our abacuses? Ooh. Abacusi? Abacuses? Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, Marty. No. Dylan sucks. And Marty has the right to bully him because he is absolute trash. Mm-hmm. He should have been bullied more. I agree. Would have made him cooler by the end of the film franchise. Yeah, that and some different glasses. Oh, God. Good heavens. Those mm-hmm. are... Horrendous. Gotta make this man look like a fucking dweeb. 
Mission accomplished. <laughs> so we got we got old kid in Dylan. And speaking mm-hmm. of old, they're never going to tell you how old this woman is, but apparently no. ageless. Apparently she's just is going to live forever. Because Grandma Aggie, possibly... Agatha to you. Possibly one of the most annoying characters in a decom. For me, she was just annoying the hell out of me. Why? Well, because she's she's played... She's essentially a child. Yes. It's like her daughter, who is Marnie's mom, has to tell her to rein it in and all this stuff. She's like this lady who's seemingly immortal. Yeah. Has lived through all these atrocities where the mortals fought the monsters and it was so bad that they had to create their own separate town that way they could live and survive and all this and i'm sure there were points in their history where they had to keep magic a secret and there's Mm -hmm. some sort of thing where oh you can't do magic in front of people and all that and then she just comes to the mortal world and acts like she can do whatever the fuck she wants she runs amok no qualms using magic and this and that she doesn't listen to her daughter which i wonder where marnie gets it from because Mm -hmm. grandma doesn't fucking listen to her just completely undermines her as a parent and all that and it's just all the stuff stacking on stacking on top of it not only that but she supposedly the way the film talks about her she's supposedly one of the most powerful witches Mm -hmm. in all of this universe Mm -hmm. and yet she's as dumb as rocks yeah yeah i don't know and really has no bearing or no what's the word i'm looking for she has no effect on the conclusion of this film no not at all maybe she's got just like witch alzheimer's maybe because she is losing it oh yeah i mean she she freely will just use magic in front of people and just be like ah fuck it and the film franchise barely even acts as if it's a problem Mm mm-hmm by the end of the franchise, they got anyone just doing magic in front of everyone, and everyone's just like, oh, a little strange. It's very <laughs> loosey-goosey, yeah. which makes no sense, which makes you not be invested either. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, like I thought, and there's no real stakes. It's also, all just talk. Yeah, what are the stakes? What are the rules that are meant to be? I'll tell you what, they're inconsistent as hell. Uh-huh. Makes no sense. One of, the dumb, yeah. one of the dumbest things Grandma Aggie does is... We're introduced to the villain, and the villain's this weird fucking looking guy named Calabar, right? Mm-hmm. And he's just, oh, what's up with this guy? His power, oh, he can rival this old ass lady, whatever. Ooh, spooky. And then she immediately just goes into the obvious evil lair. Yeah. Just hangs out and points her finger in his face. It's like, oh, you young whippersnapper out to, oh, and then she just gets got mm-hmm. and frozen for like the rest of the film. Yep. And I mean, at this point, she gets frozen. The mom gets frozen as well. But it must be said that no one had it worse than like this Minotaur. <laughs> it was like sitting in the movie theater. All these people who have gotten got are all frozen by Calabar, mm-hmm. the big bad. And Calabar shoots at Aggie, misses mm-hmm. for the first one, hits this random guy who's already frozen, already probably like, oh shit, yeah. what the fuck? He gets yeah. hit. And then immediately falls into like this endless void. <laughs> yeah, the like and, portal from hell. Right. It's... To which it's assumed that he's dead. 
Yeah, there's no, I mean, I don't think he ended up in like Fiji or something. He's like, the only character in this film that got murdered. Mm-hmm. Like he died. Yeah, he's, he did not come back at the end and be like, ah, I made it back somehow. And he all caught that just from catching a stray. You know, sometimes it happens. Hilarious. Truly shocking mm-hmm. and very funny. Oh, yeah. It wasn't supposed to be funny, but it was very funny. Because doesn't he end up like screaming? I have no idea. I don't think so. In my mind, (laughs) that doesn't make sense if he's frozen because he can't make sound. He can't talk. And another thing that's really frustrating about, I mean, we have already talked about it a little bit, is like the complete lack of coherent laws Mm -hmm. or stipulations or just organization in general. (laughs) Like this movie feels like it was written by a 13-year-old. Hey, I mean... They're does practically not an sense. adult. They're practically an adult. I can make a movie if I want, Mom. <laughs> hey, um, well, I need rules. Plot no, development. No. You want me to you want me to flesh out this world? Absolutely not. Yeah. I'm gonna give you people in costumes. Any kind of costumes, as long as it's costumes. Uh-huh. But the worst stipulation, I think, is the apparently if you are a witch by birthright or whatever. If you don't begin your training by the age of 13, you supposedly lose your powers? Yeah. Huh? I don't know a shit. I guess. The writers were sitting down, hitting their wicked vapes, Fortnite dancing, and wondering, how the hell do we sort of force the grandma to be there? Yeah. They said, oh, why don't we just make something up? Mm-hmm. Just just pull this out of nowhere, never really address it again, and just say, oh, I guess you lose your powers for some reason? Who decides this? Not a clue. What's the message here? I have no idea. Because I tried to make sense of it, like, oh, okay, maybe it's a metaphor, maybe what's going on. The only thing I could really think of is, like, you know, a little bit of, like, circumcision. Oh, my God. (laughs) But with magical abilities instead of penis skin. Because it's yeah. like, is it is it the weird thing where your parents can decide your life for you? Like, hey, I never asked you to give up my powers, and since you didn't train me, now I'm fucked, you know? Mm-hmm. Hey, I never asked you to cut my dick, but now you did, so I guess I'm just going to be this for the rest of my life. Cut. Like, I don't understand. Is it supposed to be some sort of adolescence, teenager? But if you don't practice, you lose it? This is, I, is this I about learning, no learning Spanish? <laughs> well, and the other thing is also, like, Later in the film, in the franchise as a whole, franchise mm-hmm. like Dylan, Marnie's brother, right, 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 who yeah. apparently like never underwent any formal training, mm-hmm. he didn't lose his powers. No, he's still magical. Yeah, he apparently. Oh, but, but I mean, <sighs> I mean, barely. That is a horrible word to describe him. He is the opposite of magical. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Highly doubtful we'll ever do an episode on Return to Halloween Town. Oh my god. But the fourth film in the franchise just completely they brought in a new crop of kids. These kids just freshly turned 13 and mm-hmm. none of them had ever seen Halloween Town before. No. Because they said everything that happened in the previous films, throw them all out the window. We don't need yeah. that stuff. The rules are not real. We're gonna actively say things that go against already and there's not a lot but go against already established things in this franchise we're just gonna 
do the exact opposite. Yep, we're gonna break canon mm-hmm. left we, and right. Because who really cares? I apparently we do. <laughs> <laughs> apparently we do, and I care enough to come in here and complain on the internet. Exactly. Exactly. Another thing I want to complain about. Yes. This is my own personal gripe. This is my message. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. What? What's it called? Beat this break. horse. Well, the horse definitely needs a beating, but also I'm gonna bear this cross on my mm, back mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i need more representation for people who fall asleep with the tv on oh, in media yeah or fall asleep with the radio on or i don't know why i said radio again i'm an old man oh <laughs> uh, yes i put the i put my record on <laughs> oh. and by three songs deep i'm fast asleep hello my baby hello my honey hello my girl oh this little ditty mm. That frog me, was racist. Let me put down my candelabra. Dan, dance me a little jig and oh. Was that your hip? Oh. Yep, broke his hip, people. Oh, this is the end for me. Oh, no. But what I'm trying to say is <laughs> people in media. Yes. And I guess, I guess the statistics are out there. I'm sure mm-hmm. we could look it up. I could right now. I just feel like you never see anyone in their bedroom with a TV, turn that on and go to sleep. For some reason, everyone in media is good with pure silence, listening to their thoughts and sleeping in advanced darkness. And I ju- I'm just here to say, remind y'all, not everyone. Oh, wow. Okay. So I don't know if this has any, you know. Any merit. Clout, yeah. Uh, But it says, if you are someone who sleeps with the TV on, you're not alone. A National Sleep Foundation poll found that 60% of Americans watch TV right before bed. And according to an LG electronics survey, 61% of Americans fall asleep with the TV on. Let's go. So that is over half of the population. So much like American politics and government. Where's the equal representation <laughs> that reflects the population of this country? You know, I think you're a one-issue vo- voter and you have found your <laughs> you know what? issue. Sure, sure. Abortion. Nah. Migration. Nah. Whatever. What you going to do about getting people on TV shows who fall asleep with the TV on? Yeah. What you going to do, President Brandon? hmm Oh, you don't care? Then neither do I. He very much still cares about this issue, people. Oh, I care about this issue, yes. That's what I'm saying. This no, issue. No more malarkey. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. Speaking I, of malarkey. Oh. What the hell is the <laughs> puppet in Calabar's office? Malarkey detective. Why is it there? I think his name is Malarkey. Let's be honest. I'm going to call him that. <laughs> it malarkey may the have bat. been. It started I'm with gonna... like an M, I think. Okay. You want to look it up while I talk about nah, this ridiculous puppet? Nah, nah, I'm puppet? not look it up. Fantastic. Um, so Calabar, a very charismatic dude who is obviously evil. Oh, yeah. You know, anybody that, with a top hat like that, I'm not trusting. And that's another thing about decoms. Got to make it easy for the kids. Very obvious who the evil and bad people are. Uh-huh. It's like, I always go back to Lord of the Rings. Yes. <laughs> the uh The two towers. Mm-hmm. Just because of the way this character is portrayed. But you know that, like, clearly evil guy who's poisoned the king? It makes him hella old. I love it. It's like the yes. one guy who's dressed in all black and he looks like mm. he's up to something. He's and everyone walks in fellow. like, <laughs> yeah. like, what's the king? Like, hmm, 
you look super evil. Like I just found your picture next in. next to evil in the dictionary. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna trust you with my life. Yeah, it's on my power. Please kill me. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. But do it slow. Make it make me like go insane uh, over years and years. That's so evil. <laughs> and I mean, he he told him he's like, "Are you sure? I am evil. Mm-hmm. Like I will do this." Yeah, he no, said, it's "Yeah, it's fine. I'm good. Trust you with my whole heart." Oh my god! What were we talking about? A bat puppet. No, oh, yeah. Somehow we ended up in Lord <laughs> of the Rings, and I don't know what happened. The bat puppet is so silly. It's and it's, it's so goofy looking, and it's it, like so out of nowhere. Like, and it's not. I would have liked if the bat was more present, to be honest, because yeah, it wouldn't have been such like a weird thing to come out of nowhere if it was established. Oh, like this is Calabar's lackey. Mm-hmm. It shows up weirdo. once for three seconds to say, "Hey, someone's here." But not even that. He like harasses Marnie's mom before he dips out for the rest oh, really? of the movie. He like, he, like whistles at her. Uh, oh yeah, basically. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. My God! And, and then, then Calabar just... like slams him back in his little box. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, he's like. He does the honka honka. Yeah. It's very. What the strange. hell was that? In a movie where there's a ton of people dressed up in costumes yeah where they clearly made a whole skeleton puppet to drive a cab they said shit we got five dollars left bat puppet in the desk (laughs) we need a bat to sexually harass Uh arnie's mom Mm -hmm. what do we got i've got this blue piece of foam in 35 minutes. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> I got 35 minutes. Just it was, give me it 10. was just so startling. Yeah. And then it never came back. It's like, what's the point of this? Mm-hmm. But I guess that this movie is just that. It's like a bunch of shit just in the background. Yeah, they just threw it. And a loose plot sprinkled in. Yeah. And to speak very briefly on the special effects. Because, uh-huh. yes, it's a 1998 film. We can never forget. How bad technology was? Yeah. Some of it definitely, obviously, did not age very well. No. Like, them flying on a broomstick looks like ass. Super bad. Thankfully, they didn't do any hard CGI. No. It was mostly practical effects. Right? In later ones, they tried some CGI, and it's it's definitely apparent, like, they should have just made Mm -hmm. more puppets. Yep. Because Benny, the cab driver, who's a skeleton... Still looks pretty solid. Oh, yeah. No, it translates. You practical, know what it is. Practical effects always age better. Mm-hmm. I agree. But something that cannot be forgiven, lest we forget this is an actual Disney Channel original movie, It it's supposed to be put on by professionals, yes? I would hope so. But the framing of the characters, especially at the beginning, is so ass. I don't know what happened to the cameraman. I think it's... he was drunk most production. <laughs> It's again as if they had teenagers running it and they said, hmm, during that last two minutes of Marnie yelling at her mom, Marnie's chin was just completely off the bottom of the screen. Mm-hmm. Do we want to do that again? And the kid rips his fucking vape. It's a sick cloud and just says, nah, no one cares. <laughs> nah. Nah. Okay, well, we actually did it again for the mom and again for Marnie in another scene. Like, should, should we do better? Nah, no. Nah, 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 nah. Where's the bat puppet? I love that little guy. <laughs> He's funny. 
He is. Why did you not write him in tomorrow the movie? It's pretty egregious when yeah, you can't, I mean, you, you can't even amateurs. capture. Yeah, all you need to do is just get your character's whole face in the shot. That's really all you ever kind of really need. Mm-hmm. Like legitimately the most famous line, the Halloween is cool line, isn't even shot very well. Very bad. My biggest sticking point. Mm-hmm. Let's get to my magnum opus here. You mean you brought Halloween it up time. at the closer of last episode? <laughs> this is apparently like the biggest sin this film <laughs> has to you. <laughs> yeah, there's some very questionable citizens of Halloween Town. I beg of thee, if you have not seen Halloween Town, you gotta go at the very least. You just need to watch about the last five minutes of it because mm-hmm. it's at, it's during the last five minutes where you really get to see it because. When we watched it last year, near the end, I just looked in the background and I was like, what the hell? Did you see that? And I said, what? What are you talking about? But y'all, if you've seen Halloween Town, you have to have noticed that some of the citizens... Ooh, is that a full-on skeleton? Yeah, that's a monster. Huh, is that a werewolf? Ooh, he's cool. For sure, that's a monster. That makes sense. Vampires, ghosts, yeah, that looks good. Hold on, can we pause real quick? Was that just a woman... In a Victorian era dress? That's it. Is she a monster? Hold up. Is that the leader of a marching band? Oh, yep. There. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A milkman? Yep. A Civil War soldier? Yeah, it, I don't even know. <laughs> I, I literally, I think that how they decided on costuming. Yeah. Number one priority was like those giant latex and foam head people. Mm-hmm. For sure. They put a lot of work into modeling some of those masks, I'm sure. But with the rest of everybody living in town, they were like, <laughs> props, we need literally every costume you have because uh-huh. we have to fill a city full of people. Right. And they said, does it need to be scary? And they said, absolutely not. <laughs> they don't even need to be monsters, to be honest they can just be. <laughs> they could just be people. They could just be professions that humans have. Yep. Yeah. And it, it's funny because I feel like most of the quote unquote normal costumed mm-hmm. people are people of color. Yeah. It's like. Well, speaking what, of which, there's about, about three of them in here. Yeah, maybe. This this is just another example of them not really caring. No. Slash got to be a budget issue. Absolutely. But when you end the story, and it's 1998, I'll give them that. But that's all I'm going to give them. Because when you end the story, say that this is a completely different realm mm-hmm. inhabited fully of monsters. I need the milkman, the guy in the milkman costume to at the very least have a werewolf face. Yeah. Put or some, put or some fangs, weird. some obvious fangs hanging out. So I know, okay, he may be a milkman, but at least he's a vampire. Or if you still want him to be like very humanoid. Give them extra features, like yeah. too many eyes uh-huh. or maybe some extra arms hanging right. off the side, like something. That'd yeah. be great for the milkman. He could bring you lots more milk if he had hey. extra arms. <laughs> he could do more. I'm saying. And it also brings to mind, does Halloween Town have immigrants? Would Marnie count as an immigrant? Because I'm also thinking, hey, maybe that milkman really is a human. He just came to the monsters and said, you know what? I can get down with this. So, like, I think that they'll they'll have a better labor system than the united <laughs> states of america i think hey. i'll just go to a whole other realm and they probably do you know it seems like they do mm-hmm. they still seem very capitalist but i mean hey. oh absolutely did they have you... a mayor yeah but he was also quirky 
He was also extremely evil. <laughs> hey, so that no is more there. like, yeah, <laughs> that is more like the United States than I'd like. What's that. the difference? What's the difference? Yeah, yeah, like, oh yeah, I came over in a worker's visa, so I'm uh I'm the Civil War reenactor. I just why? I just act like I, uh, you know, I don't know. Also, why couldn't you just do a different soldier? <laughs> like, why did it have to be Civil War? Uh-huh. Like I, I have no idea. Could have done an alien. Uh huh. Could have done so many other things. At the very least, if he was a Civil War guy, make him a ghost. Exactly. Make (laughs) him spooky. Yeah, he's a guy who died in the Civil War. Then he's allowed to be there. Then he's a monster. But it's also like uh, the Civil War didn't happen in Halloween Town. That'd be sick if there was a war, though. Yeah. See, they should have done a prequel. We could have seen the like the building of Halloween Town. Yeah. Like how they came together to create the realm and the, everything. So they gave us almost a glimpse of it in Return to Halloween Town, and it wasn't great. It was really, 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 really bad. I would right. say. All I'm saying is very strange. Why the hell are the random humans walking around? It's it's almost as if they're saying that all these occupations are monstrous. Mm-hmm. But worse than that, as you said, not a lot of pox here. What the hell's no. going on in Halloween Town, huh? I have no idea. Like, is this another Lord of the Rings, Little Mermaid situation where fictional creatures, they can't be non-white? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, is he a werewolf? Sure. But it better be white. Because as we know, all werewolves are white. That's how it works. That's mm-hmm. how it works. I have no idea. I'm just saying, things seeming a little bit uneven in Halloween Town. Mm-hmm. Worse than that, there's part in the film where they have to get the sweat from a ghost. Yes. And it's been established that the monsters of Halloween Town don't like stereotypes. As they shouldn't. They don't like the way that humans, they say, make fun of them. Mm-hmm. That's why they don't really like Halloween, even though the grandma loves it. Getting a lot of mixed messages here. Yep. They have to get a ghost sweat. The ghost is in the sauna, naturally. For some reason, part of what they do to distract the ghost is have the youngest daughter, Sophie, essentially be hella racist to this ghost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's not okay. You can pretty much, because she puts on a sheet and starts going, ooh, 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 all that. And he looks at her and says, hey, come on. Oh, yeah, very funny, huh? Like, we all do that. You don't think we have feelings? You don't think we don't like that? Guy gets clearly upset. She keeps doing it. It's almost as if to get someone's attention who is non-white, you just start calling them slurs. Mm-hmm. Pretty much what they do. That's pretty much what happens. <laughs> and Sophie's a little girl, just spreading yeah. hate. And, like, they oh, t- and they take it as like, oh, it's kind of funny, huh? Yeah, not okay, Sophie. Yeah, Stop it. Sophie. Uh, you know, maybe it's not Sophie's fault. I'm going to blame their mother. Oh, because... blame... oh, where were the parents? Well, Honestly. Had she been educated in the that's ways of the monsters, then she would have known better. Oh, that's not okay to yeah. like call people that and exactly. do those things. Well, she's raised in a fucking, you know, right-wing household. Mm-hmm. Anti-Halloween, anti-ghost, yep. and fox. Yep. Yeah, I'm throwing it in there. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Wow. No, this is very accurate. Republicans. Feel- that's what the real enemy is. The real threat. <laughs> oh, my God. If you don't intermingle, and that's sort of the message of Halloween Town, too. If you don't mix in, get to know someone a little different from you, Mm -hmm. then you get racist. Yep. Then you get a little Sophie. Mm -hmm. 
saying slurs. No, no, Sophie. Thankfully, she gets corrected. I think she's fine mm-hmm. by the end of the franchise, right? I don't know. She vanished, so I couldn't really tell hey, Who you. knows? She could have been over there. She's probably dead. Who's to say? These writers were making shit up as they went. Absolutely. They have no <laughs> idea what they're doing. Funny enough, one of the just most jarring points in the film of seeing a bunch of people in monster makeup and all this yeah. Halloween stuff is when there's just a random dog. Yeah, out of nowhere. <laughs> Never been established that there's really any animals in Halloween Town. I, I mean, I guess we got the bat puppet, but it was a puppet. Yes. As a way to scare off the skeleton man, Benny. Oh, Benny. They all of he a sudden, starts getting mean. Oh. Poor Benny. It's infected. They all of a sudden look over and there's just, just a dog there. Seemingly has just been sitting there the whole time. And it just chases the skeleton away. Why? If this dog is a resident of Halloween, I guess they're just going with the bit that, oh, well, dogs like bones. Yeah, but also, wouldn't the dog be a monster, too? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like, also, wouldn't they just be friends? They uh-huh. they live in the same town. Listen, I would give you that they have cats in Halloween town, because cats have always been traditionally spooky. Yeah. Part of witches lore and all that. Not a lot of things connected with scariness that have just random golden retrievers hanging out. Yeah. Just like, oh yeah, that's a that's a spooky one right there. Again, could have been a ghost dog. It should have been. Or just I don't know, a werewolf. Could have just had a werewolf chase him off. Yeah, that's fine. Then you don't have to bring a dog on set. Mm-hmm. Then you get more use out of the guy in a werewolf suit. There you go. Then you don't have to keep redoing makeup. It's like, oh, we're gonna use the you for all these different shots. Mm-hmm. Oh, tell, me, man. tell me about Sophie and all the problems there. I hate her. Sophie is just used as a catch-all for, like, every plot hole. <laughs> yeah. She's just the scapegoat for bad writing. And Anytime they needed something to happen but didn't have an explanation, they just looked down at the picture of Sophie's actor and said, bingo. She will solve all of our problems. Sophie is the glue that's holding Halloween Town together. Yeah, it wasn't, it's not Marnie. No. It's Sophie somehow. Yeah, because Mar- even Marnie, she just gets answers from Sophie. Yeah. Sophie should have been the main character. I agree. She's the one who did it all. First of all, she sneaks onto a bus impossibly. Wow. They very clearly make it apparent that only Marnie and her brother are the ones who sneak on. Mm-hmm. There's literally no other way that this little girl could have snuck on. No. no. And, they, and they don't even attempt to explain it. No. She just says, oh, I snuck on. The fuck you mean you snuck on? How? How? The bus <laughs> was like 100 feet in the air. Uh-huh. How did you get on the bus? You maybe have powers. You ain't got it like that. Well, and it's not even played like a joke. No. Like an Emperor's New Groove when there's a plot hole and they address it. They're like, yeah. uh-huh. 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 See, a little wink. This Emperor's little... New Groove is a smart movie. This is a dumb movie. In this movie, they just wave their hands. They just sort of yeah. do that... that demeaning thing where they like flick their hand at you like ah get the hell out of the way i don't care i don't care about your concerns no the mom the mom does the same thing she just sort of i I guess you can explain it that the bus just went back but why yeah how did she get there i guess that marnie's like mom i guess she knows how to open the portal i don't know in the first one that's not canon i know In in the first one they make it a point to say that that's impossible and then they immediately break the rule in the sequel. 
Sophie just gains powers when they need it to. Yeah. Uh oh, we got a locked gate. I guess Sophie can just change things into animals now. Yay! The lock is now a frog. Wild day for that frog. No, wild day slash, for that lock. Slash that lock, I guess. <laughs> that lock gained consciousness <laughs> and became a living amphibian. Yeah, she literally makes life. She's too strong. See, that's what I'm saying. It's like Sophie should be the main character. Mm-hmm. Build she's her up the, over time. She's the one who remembers the spell that yeah. they need to win at the end. And she's the one who just drives so much of the plot forward. I don't understand. Maybe they said, okay, but she's also racist, so she can't be the protagonist. Mm-hmm. We got we, we can't have the protag be the one calling the ghost slurs. Yeah. We gotta switch it up a little bit. I'm gonna say something really mean. Uh oh. Do you think that maybe Sophie was written out of the franchise because she wasn't cute enough? <laughs> wow, you're doing that to her. Don't do that to whatever the actor's name is that I forgot. I I don't <laughs> think that she's not cute. I'm just saying she was, she was cuter as a child. Wow, maybe Which we usually are. Hey, hey, aren't we all? Hey, they disrespected Marnie in the final film. They didn't even offer her the they role. Did. Yeah. They and, replaced her. And if we're being real, they disrespected uh, the old lady, too. Poor and, Abigail. And wasn't, and wasn't she a pretty big name in acting? I think so, yeah. I think she was a pretty big deal. And she was in about five minutes of the last film. And now she's dead. Yeah. Rest in peace. She's in Halloween Town. She's in the Big Pumpkin. I thought you were going to say hell. And I was like, Jesus <laughs> Yeah, she's in hell. She's rotting in hell. She knows what she did. With the queen. I mean, I don't know. I couldn't speak to her. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Or maybe. Maybe Maybe the queen is from Halloween Town. Mm. She was just visiting here for a little while. She could get it because she's a monster. That's what I was going with. Yeah. Uh Oh, yeah. yeah, I got it. Bang. Roll in your grave, old bag. Got her ass. Rest in piss. Amen. <laughs> Down with the monarchy. Codependent podcast hates monarchies. Yep. You heard it here first. The only monarchy I support is Prince. Oh, not Princess Bride. That is a good movie. But I meant to say, <laughs> I meant to say Princess Diaries. Oh, yeah. With Anne Hathaway. The only yes. kingdom I support is Kingdom Hearts. Damn. Wow. We've got a few of these. <laughs> and the Mushroom Kingdom. Shouts out to Princess Peach. There you My go. guy Mario mm-hmm. and the so light. it's sounding like we do support fictional monarchies. <laughs> yeah, ones that are based on fun and don't actually really do anything bad. The main big bad is a man named Calabar. We mentioned him earlier. He's very obviously the bad guy. We spell his name wrong every time. Apparently, apparently it's with the K. Oh yeah, it's spelled wrong here. It should be with a C. With a K seems racist, but I guess that also makes sense. think they were going for that. But then again, it doesn't. Calabar, he's like a regular David Blaine or something. He's very charming. He's a charming guy. A magician. Breaks up his sleeve. Honestly, though, I've seen David Blaine do more impressive magic than this man did. Got him. Got him. Would love to see the crossover. Blaine versus Calabar. Who's got it? My Blaine. money's on Blaine. I agree. He would probably just eat Calabar in one bite and then throw up a frog. There you go. It's that easy. Because that's his go-to. Yep. He likes vomiting animals. But Calabar is just a weird guy above all else. 
Yeah, he gives a lot of attention to Sophie. Yeah, but he's only really nice to the kids as a way to get to their mom. You Gross. Because as soon as they mention that they're her kids. Yep. Light bulb. Light bulb and pitches a tent. Oh, God. Which is wild because there's fucking kids in the room, dog. Put Mm -hmm. your fucking dick away. All right. (laughs) Cast a spell on that dick. And when he sees their mom again, it's very obvious he wants to bang her. Oh, yeah. Desperate. Mm hmm. Marnie hits us with the line that we love. Because she sees what's up, too. She sees, hey, mom, you used to date this guy? Seems like he's not really over you. Seems like he's trying to get back in your life. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I'm not calling him dad. Mm-hmm. And then as she goes off on another one of her I hate you mom rants. Yep. What the hell was Calabar's plan? I have no idea. There is literally zero logic behind it. I don't understand. Because I think what they were going for is like, Ooh, Calabar thinks that like magical creatures have been nerfed, basically. Mm-hmm. They've been forced into <laughs> these like weak little sniveling things when they mm-hmm. used to be like super powerful and threatening. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, dude, why don't you just be the one to break the mold? Right. Like, why don't you just step up and be freaky for the rest of them? Everybody else can just pick whatever they want to do. And part of it has to have also been the right wing, just we're letting too many of these immigrants in here. We got a milkman hanging out over here. This The leader the of a marching War. band. The Civil War guy's not even from the South, so I yeah. can't relate with him on anything. There you go. <laughs> there you go. He's from the North. I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Pro- I feel like it's probably part of it, too. Yeah. You definitely see Calabar as like a... Uh, definitely wants his own kind around, wants him in power, doesn't want humans, doesn't like them. And you'd think this is just because of what humans did in the past. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 no. Because then it also comes to light that this man is pretty much the textbook stalker slash incel revenge fantasy come to life. Oh, no. Because once his little plan falls apart at the hands of a literal child. It's that easy, folks. This guy who's one of the strongest magic users in all of the universe, taken down by a little flashlight. Hey, it was Merlin's flashlight. Oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) It's not actually a flashlight. It was a talisman. He says he just wants to punish Marnie's mom because she didn't want to bang him. Essentially, yeah. Because she went and banged a human instead of him. Yikes. Hey, Marnie gets a good burn in, though. No, she really doesn't. And I didn't even get the joke until like 45 seconds later. (laughs) Had to download. It was horrible. Uh Uh-huh. She calls Calabar chocolate bar. <laughs> and she does it in the most just offhanded. Flat affect. Uh-huh. No, no humor in it at all. It's hardly played as a joke, nor no. is it delivered as a joke. No. She doesn't even say it like snarky. snarky. No. Nice. Good wow. vocab choice. We share a brain. <laughs> One brain between us. She just says, all right, chocolate bar. And not even like that. I said it better than she You did. Because at least I sounded condescending. Yes, he, he, no, Marnie just says, okay, chocolate bar, we're going to do this. And I was like. With the line delivery of Kristen Stewart as Bella. What is going on? (laughs) Horrendous. So bad. I didn't even get the joke because there was no intonation Mm -hmm. to trigger my brain to be like, oh, she's being 
witty. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes the tropes that media has long done are important. Yes. And send messages to the audience that, oh, that was supposed to be funny. It was not. As you can imagine, at the end of this film, the kids win, all's well that ends well, and we get three more films out of this franchise. Of which we should have gotten none. <laughs> but the one good thing that came yeah. out of it was Marnie found her husband. Oh, what happened? So the actor that plays Marnie uh-huh. and the actor that plays Calabar's son in the <gasps> second film Spoilers. Are, are married in real life. Aww. They're so cute. And apparently... And a cute. They went a very long time without seeing each other, and then they they ended up getting together again, and it was just magic. Oh, there it is. Remember, there's the real magic. People mm-hmm. is love. There it is. It's so cute. What was the line in the second one? She like yells at him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're never gonna be a part of my life. Yeah. And then, and then she's then like, happened? "Oh, this is awkward. <laughs> I married him." Uh huh. It's pretty funny. Frances is very weird. It both gets better and worse somehow by the end of the franchise. Oh, the the final film is one of the worst movies I think I've ever seen in my life. Because the second one I think is better. Yeah. The third one is fine. It's kind of like, eh, whatever. They're running it's a throw out. Throw away. Of, not not just the. It's kind of not that they're running out of ideas. It's just that it's becoming apparent that the people behind the scenes and on camera really aren't that strong. No. And then the last one, like Kayla said, is one of the worst movies I've seen. This completely disregards everything the universe has built up. Didn't even bring back the main character, even though they brought back everyone else. Almost. Makes no sense. Yeah. And now we're in a weird spot of Halloween Town where I feel like a lot of people love it. But like, where do we go from here? Uh, I think we just pretend like the other movies don't exist and we only <laughs> function on the one. Yeah. Do you want to remake? Do you want to reboot? No. I feel like it could be fun, though. It would be if they did it well. Yeah. What they should do is let the Cromwell line Die. expand. No, oh, the exact oh, okay. opposite. All right, well, then They we're... should... Agatha is dead. Aggie. So, yeah, she is dead. Literally and in universe. <laughs> so I think that Marnie's mom, she's a oh. shitty realtor. Like, just go back to Halloween Town. Uh huh. Just go be the head of the Cromwell line. For sure. And then her and Marnie can run it together. Yeah. And then we could get Sophie in in the mix. Oh. And if you want to recast Sophie, I guess you could. Guess you could. And then the only human Cromwell, which could be their connection to the human world, would be Dylan. His bro, bro. Yeah. And Dylan could like hold down the human fort. Yeah. And the rest of the Cromwells could like rule and support Halloween Town. Mm. Or if Sophie, she could be like the transient one. She could, you know, go back and right. forth between the mortal and Halloween Town realms. Yeah. This is sort of the case where, I don't know, I, I'm not someone who's super against re- reboots or remakes. Yeah. I, I really don't see the harm in them because at the end of the day, a remake or reboot doesn't erase the original. Yeah. Like, we already have that thing. You can go watch it anytime you want and enjoy mm-hmm. that for what it is. Something new appearing doesn't really tarnish it for me. Mm-hmm. I'm just of the opinion with this that if they redid it, the budget would be much better. So That's it true. would therefore just look much mm-hmm. better. And with 
you know, is Disney this giant corporate machine monopoly that owns way too much and all that? Yes. yes, absolutely. But I definitely think it can be said that Disney does a pretty good job with competent writing these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they've improved. That, so I think that the story of a new Halloween town would be so much better. Mm-hmm. And well, and Marty's old enough to be a mom. Yeah, you could do so the she same. She could where... have a kid with the goblin guy. Oh what wow! Was his name? Kyle, I don't remember. Luke. Luke, there it is. I knew <laughs> it was a basic name. Uh huh. But they could have like a kid together, and it could be half witch, half goblin. Mm-hmm. Witch meets world. When it's witch meets world. <laughs> See, that's fun. You know. And then you, you, you oh, can explore it... like the complications of crossbreeding. Uh-huh. Oh, nice! And and the like <laughs> crossbreeding. Well, that's what it is. <laughs> you say it in a more racist way. No, I can't. I was trying uh-huh. to be problematic, and I oh, got okay. it. There you go. But that I, could be I, really I good. Yeah, yeah, and it could be make it a little series, a little mini series, mm-hmm. and it's part. Um. Well, what's it called? It's part, part sitcom, su- part sitcom, part supernatural. All fun. Yeah, all fun. There you go. I think it could be a fun time. And the episodes could hop back and forth between the human realm and the uh-huh. and Halloween Town. They could do a lot with it. Honestly, just close the set. Mm-hmm. Have it. Have it be a coming of age story in like a Halloween Town middle school or something. Oh, always got got it. Thirteen years old. That's the magic go. number. Mm-hmm. You think kids exist before 13? Absolutely they don't. not. I mean, their mm-hmm. memories barely do. Mm-hmm. I heard that. And their sense of individuality is just kicking in. Mm-hmm. They're barely finding out that they're a person. I'm going to call it Middletown. Oh. Because they're stuck in the middle oh. of the human. Baby. The Halloween. Why don't you just meet me, <laughs> meet me in the in middle? The middle. <laughs> Someone starts flossing. Oh. Oh, God. Is that a, is that a goblin Alpha flossing? Is going to be the death of me. <laughs> wow, was that vampire doing a Fortnite dance? It's sick. Wow, that monster's in Among Us. Who knows? They could play like a video game in between worlds. Get a Sword Art Online situation oh, happening. Nice. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Why hasn't Disney hired us, huh? I don't know. I mean, we've got ideas. With all the stuff we've done for them. In the past 30 minutes, we've done more doing, for the franchise. Doing at least four DCOM podcasts. There you go. We're doing them a service, and they don't deserve it. Halloween Town is in the books. There's really not much more to say about it. It's a fun time, but let's say our piece with the DTR. Define the relationship. Kayla, how do you feel about it? Think about it. Give Feeling negative. Feeling Uh-oh. negative. Aww. Aww. Halloween is cool. This movie is not. Oh, damn. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Between the plots getting progressively worse, and I know we're only talking about Halloween Town. Yeah, sure, but yeah. But it's hard to separate it from the franchise as a whole. For sure. It's just, it's bad. It's just bad <laughs> writing. Yeah. The costuming is probably the best part of this mm-hmm. movie, and even that is problematic. Yeah. Does not make any sense. I think a lot of this stuff just goes back to nostalgia mm-hmm. for most people our age. And because I didn't really watch this movie at all growing up, I really don't have anything anchoring me mm-hmm. to this movie. Sure. So for the first time in a long time, I don't think I have any show dependence on this one. Oh, not even I with know. the one line. I mean, 
That will always be I in mean, my but mind. Is that, is that a show dependency, though? No, that's just a line. No, it's just a line. Just like when marketing. I think of Halloween, I'm not thinking of Halloween Town. Oh, damn. Got dragged. Shot in the face. Dragged. Shot him in the chest, just like Calibur did to the old lady. She deserved it. You're right. Much like this film deserves it. Damn. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I mean, it's, I... It's I, where I'm at, you know? Yeah. No, it's I get my, you. It's my relationship, and it's not a good one, unfortunately. <laughs> it's like your shitty neighbor who just just listens to music way too late at night, way too loud. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, why are you here? But everybody's like, ah, he's a good guy. And you're like, is I he, know, though? Play I don't some think heat. he is. He played Kokomo, so it's fine. Okay, Kokomo, that's a good neighbor. <laughs> yeah. That's the one. Those those are the very few parts of this franchise that work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely something that at a certain point we'll talk and have a larger conversation about that nostalgia, the nostalgia pop that a lot of people have. And because I think it's always very interesting to have people that never experienced something as a child watch something and then really get their opinion on it. Yeah. Because I think that's when you really can see how something is received. Yeah, with when, the fresh eyes. Yeah, with fresh eyes and with someone who understands basic plot development and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the like. If you've taken things... an eighth grade English course and have yeah. learned about the sequence of a plot and a climax, right? you can figure out, oh... Uh-huh. This is it, following the formula well, or this is mm-hmm. completely dog shit. Like, no. And it's not to say that things made for kids are inherently dumb, less coherent, or <laughs> dumb, because I do think that that, especially nowadays, is detrimental to the artistry of making things like cartoons or kids shows. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I'll say about that before I get to my ultimate point here is that I do have to defend the fact that. A lot of things made for kids nowadays are extremely well written. Oh yeah. Do amazing jobs as metaphors of coming of age stories as lessons that kids and adults need to learn mm-hmm. and understand. But what I'm trying to say here to get to my DTR is this is definitely something that I think is best left as a memory in the there past. There you go. Wow. Wow. And it's funny because I'm pretty sure this is a show dependent first where we finally encountered something that as a kid, as I said, I really did enjoy these films. Mm-hmm. I loved DCOMs and I would watch the hell out of all of them. Yeah. I mean, we watched Return to Halloween Town and it was one of the worst films I've ever oh seen. Oh my God. But I'm pretty sure if I search in my memory, I don't remember it being that bad. No, it was so it's sort of a horrible. situation where you are shocked to learn, oh my God, I was so easily entertained. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't understand how bad this was. No. That's the fourth one. Going back to this, the original Halloween Town, is it as bad as that one? No. But at the same time, this is not a great movie. No. Does it have nostalgia pops? Of course. Some of the lines are iconic. And I get the idea of Halloween Town. Mm-hmm. Plus, we we played the music with our mouths a little earlier, but that theme song is definitely iconic. Mm-hmm. I think you take the theme song, you take the character names and the basic idea. Yeah. And then you take Kayla and I's idea and run with it and there make a better 
modern interpretation of this franchise because that's fair i'm sure there were fans wondering are they just going to talk about things that they love and they're always going to be show dependent the answer with this one is no because no No. (laughs) i'm good probably watching this with our buds playing a little drinking game yeah that's about the only way i want to watch this again yeah i'm good doing that and that only for this film Mm -hmm. it's kind of something that i don't even really want to show our friends? No. I was going to say our children in the future. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's like, I'm good not showing you this film. Instead, let's watch like a Charlie Brown Halloween. Song. There we go. It's the Great Pumpkin. The Great Charlie Pumpkin. Because that's infinitely better mm. than what they did here. Yep. So I'm sorry, Disney. Your decoms, they don't all age like a fine wine. They're not all brink. No, this one uh, aged like milk, unfortunately. Yeah. And we're just going to have to leave it at that halloween Mm -hmm. town we hope you get the reboot or at least i do that you deserve because the premise the idea is there it's got good bones shouts out to benny Ah. but we need more yep keep benny a puppet whatever you do make sure he stays a puppet yeah it would look great Mm -hmm. with the puppet technology we got these days (laughs) Uh, the puppets never let me down thank you all for listening to another episode of the show dependent podcast if you liked what you heard here please do us a solid give us a follow download and most importantly y'all for little podcasts such as us spread the word tell all your fellow witches and yes that includes men because we do not discriminate no we don't like warlock names. names yeah we don't do all that tell all of them they can find the show dependent podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts we gonna be there mm-hmm. you'd like to give the podcast a follow on twitter on instagram you can find us at sho dependent pod once again that is at show dependent pod you want to give myself a follow you can find me at victor v sweet on twitter on twitch it's october it's spooky time playing some scary games trying mm-hmm. to get scared it's the time to do it. And it really is fun to get scared. Kayla, where can you be found? You can find me playing with that bat puppet in a corner somewhere. Because that thing <laughs> is very weird and very funny. I wonder but, if they ever sold it. You know, I I would like to have it. Yeah. Would I pay oh. any money for it? No. No. But I'd like to be given it. Yeah. Can you imagine? I want to believe that's a one of one. Absolutely. I don't think that made... <laughs> Oh, I need the I need a defunct land on just that puppet. Just the puppet alone. Where, what happened to that thing? Probably in a closet somewhere. Yeah. Or just destroyed. Lost. Poor forever. little poor little bat. Yeah. But if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at DJ Vivich on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Well, after this momentary pause in Halloween Town, after this little bit of fun, next time, go ahead and delete town. Off the title. Yo. As we go all the way back to 1978, 20 years before Halloween Town. And we meet a little boy who dreams of his sister's tits (laughs) and wants to become a serial killer. Does evil die tonight? Well, we will let you know as our friend goes by the name of Bird, a horror aficionado, brings us the horror classic that is Halloween. The original, the titular 
Halloween film is here. And we're definitely going to have a fun time talking about that. Mm-hmm. And as always, we want to leave you with a little word of wisdom from our not-so-wise film. <laughs> you can't tell what's in a monster's heart just by looking at them. I mean, sometimes some of the slimiest, raunchiest, ugliest little monsters turn out to be the nicest. <laughs>